This is an echo from the past, a rerun if you will. In this way new listeners can catch up and old listeners can reminisce about the past. Everybody wins. This one was released on the 4th of November 2014. And in this episode I interview three different ayahuasca initiates. Enjoy. You are listening to Natural Born Alchemist. Welcome, this is episode number 11 of the Natural Born Alchemist podcast. My name is Alex and I'll be your host. Right now I'm walking in the middle of the Amazon rainforest and I am at a ayahuasca retreat and this episode will be dedicated to talking to some of the people here and discussing a bit what their experiences have been like and what they think they have learned from their ayahuasca initiations. So Dirk, you've just had seven ceremonies uh, with ayahuasca. How do you feel? Mm. <laughs> well, I feel, I feel great. I, uh, it's been an extraordinary journey. It's um, the, I can't believe how much time has, has transpired since I got here. It certainly seems longer than 12 days. It seems like I've been here a lifetime. Um, and uh, I've, I've grown a great deal. I've, um, the Shipibo people are just, uh, they're the most extraordinarily spiritually advanced people I've ever come across. And I'm so honored to have been, uh, come within their sphere of influence. It, it, everything they touch is, is like alchemic gold. It's just, uh, they change you from the inside in extraordinary ways. Uh, their entire culture is informed by the ayahuasca experience, their language, um, their culture, their spirituality, their music, their art, and uh, just everything about them. They have a way about them that is, uh, it's very transcendent. And um, you can't come in contact with them without being affected by it profoundly. <laughs> um, it's, it's been a beautiful privilege to have shared um, in their culture like this. Uh, I, I can't thank them enough. Um, they've changed my life uh, forever, and I'm, I'm deeply grateful for it. And how do you compare it? Because haven't you tried this uh, back home? Compare it to here in the Amazon. Yes. Um, there was a, uh, a shaman in, in town where I live, and uh, he was coming through town, and, and I, found out, I found out about him from a friend of mine who had had uh, probably a hundred ayahuasca experiences. So this person was extremely well-informed and said, hey, you know, if you're still interested, I think you should check this guy out because he's the real deal. So... Um, I did go to two ceremonies, and it and it started me on this path, and it was an, an incredible experience. It was, it was kind of a microcosm of what I experienced here. It was a very small. It was a small taste, 
but it was a crucial first step for me. It, it, it kind of broke the ice, broke the ice that had been around me for many years. And uh, it allowed me to see things much clearer. I hadn't broken with the past yet, um, but it, it started me on this path. It was, uh, it was a really good taste of what was to come. And then uh, when I read about uh, the Temple of the Way of the Light, uh, it just seemed like the perfect opportunity to um, capitalize on what I had experienced um, back home. And uh, so uh, this was, um, you know, the experience was similar. It's just a matter of uh, quantity, I guess. It's not quality, because I do think the experience I had was extraordinary. But here you get a level of um, one-to-one contact with the shaman, because there's five. And three of them were were maestras, two of them maestros. And uh, and that's also uh, was kind of extraordinary to 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 have contact with both, uh, you know, both sides of the equation, men and women. Um, their energies are 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 their energies of all of them are all very different, but particularly the, the maestras and the and the maestros, they're 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 quite different, um, and both but both very beautifully beautifully informed. Um, so I would say the experience was um, similar, but just greater effect, you know, um, more immersive here, you know, because we, we, we're here for such a long time. And you really, also being in the jungle setting um, is, is the best setting for ayahuasca. Uh, to be in such extraordinary fecundity in the rainforest, it's just teeming with life. It's always singing to you. It's, uh, it's a constant presence. And uh, ayahuasca, you know, it does teach us so much about life and death. And um, it's, it's very good to be in an environment which is so rich in both mm. aspects of, of existence. It was good on the last ceremony with the rain and wind. <laughs> the rain, the rain was incredibly beautiful. It, it's so moving down here to watch it rain and just to sit and ponder and just experience it. It's very, very spiritual. Um, you know, there's, uh, it, it's, it's, it, it's very psychedelic. <laughs> you have a very weird bug right there. I do? I'm afraid to look. <laughs> no, it's, it's like, is he big? Oh, no. Oh, there he is. Oh my gosh, look at that. Look at that! How cool! I've never seen anything like that. <laughs> it's I a don't little even creature, know what it is. man. <laughs> oh man, there's so much biodiversity down here. Not all of it's even cataloged. No. You know, I mean, uh, but look how beautiful it is. It's all so different, and and they're all so expressive. There he flies oh. away. I didn't even know he could fly. <laughs> he sprouted wings and flew away. <laughs> That's that's the rainforest, though, mm-hmm. you know. It's just endless innovation mm-hmm. and creativity. Wherever you go, you're always astounded by the diversity. Did you have any hard times, any heavy ceremonies? I did, indeed. Um, particularly, you know, the three, the three ceremonies we did in a row, which are sometimes referred to as the Trinity, 
in salsa sometimes referred to, I think, as the purge. <laughs> um, the first ceremony in the purge was, for me, the most physically exhausting. It was, uh, I don't know, it was the entire ceremony, which I suppose must have been from about 8 o'clock to 1 in the morning or something like that, was just constant purging, vomiting, diarrhea, sweating, crying, um, you know, bloating, gas, you name it. It was just, uh, I was getting rid of so much baggage, psychic baggage. And that's kind of what, what was happening is, uh, you know, and I asked for this, you know, I, I, I asked for, I asked to be cleansed of the fear that has kept me from effectively putting my love into the world and so to do that to accomplish that ayahuasca uh, it transmutes your psychic pain and blockages into physical manifestation so you will vomit up your old pain and you will you will uh you know excrete from every pore in your body (laughs) all the all the psychic poisons that you may have accumulated you know, bad mental habits, bad physical habits, you know, bad spiritual practices, you know, anything spiritually destructive, it will find and remove from your body and soul. And uh, to do that is, it's an extraordinarily, it can be an extraordinarily painful experience. Um, and so that, that first ceremony of the Trinity was by far the worst. And, and, and I continued to feel it even afterwards. I could tell that the job was not finished. And the drink ayahuasca is so vile and disgusting. The whole next day I was thinking about the next ceremony and just dreading it, you know. And the maestras have been also prescribing me medications to, to cleanse me. And these things also have a diuretic effect and kind of burn your insides a little bit. And they also have an alchemic effect that, you know, it's transmuting energy again into, into water and other waste products. And so all the next day I was quite ill and, and I could tell the job was not done. And, uh, so the next ceremony we started and immediately I, I took a, a, I was where I was the night before immediately, no visions, no anything, just straight to nausea and, 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 uh, and sickness. Um, and then it seemed to dissipate, uh, you know, maybe halfway through the ceremony, I, it stopped and, uh, and I was left with just a feeling of deep, deep gratitude, um, and love and, uh. You know, it was clear that a lot was removed and, and accomplished that night. Um, so, uh, yeah, I did have some unpleasant experiences, some deeply ex- unpleasant experiences. But in the end, you're always ready to drink again. Mm-hmm. It's the strangest thing. Yeah, last night or the last ceremony, I um, didn't feel anything. And I felt like it's because it's finished. You know, this is just like... I'm finished. I don't need more. I'll just lay here and enjoy the the Icaros and that. Mm. But then there was a voice, and I, I really have difficulty with drinking it. It's so nasty. Uh, there was a voice for many hours saying, but you're going to drink one more cup. <laughs> and, and I was like, oh, no, please don't make me drink another cup, because I've never done that before. 
and oh, so really? and I managed to do it when it was the worst thing. Oh man! And the funny thing is, after I drank more, still nothing happened because it was finished. <laughs> <laughs> so really? So I did it. So you did that for nothing? Yeah. But I also, you know, <laughs> managed to do it. It was a, a, a real battle. That's an extraordinary mental feat. Mm-hmm. And to, when I to when, when I told them that I wanted uh, more, I I got really panicked because once you tell them, there's no turning back. <laughs> That's true. Once other people know, you're yeah, screwed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're gonna put the pressure on you, man. Um, but that's great. Good for you. You know. Uh, in my two experiences prior to coming to Peru, I uh, I couldn't keep down the medicine, you know, and uh, I think that it contributed to the to the experiences being less intense. But that was all I was ready for, you know. I mean, as it was, even though in spite of the subtlety of those experiences, it set me on on a it was like a a major course correction for my life, you know. Um, I, I didn't implement everything consistently. I slipped back into some habits, um, but I knew the right course of action, and I knew that things were changing. Um, and when I came down here, though, I followed their dieta very, very carefully, and um, I've been eating right and, and taking care of myself and, and respecting myself. So I, I really had no trouble um, purging. Uh, you know, early on, the first day I took I, I took a drink. And remarkably enough, kept it down. And then I took another, I asked for a second cup, which I was, I was so proud of myself. Mm. <laughs> I was like, wow, I can keep this stuff down. Now, I didn't keep it down for, you know, the entire seven ceremonies. You know, there were times, to, there are times when you have to purge and it's an, it's an integral part of the process, of the cleansing process. So, you know, no one gets out without mm. some purging, you know, mm. I mean, really, unless you're some kind of Buddha or something and you're, you know, perfect in this world, which in which case you probably wouldn't need ayahuasca to begin with, you know, you would, if you're a perfectly enlightened human being. Um, but for the rest of us, mere humans, uh, this is the modality, I think, to help us uh, on our spiritual path in this world. Mm. What would you say finally if somebody's considering going down here doing doing this? Any advice that you do you think people should think about before they do it? Absolutely. Um, I think that anybody who makes that decision and takes it seriously, you know, when you start learning about ayahuasca and its potentiality to change your change your life you know there's always something that brings you to it there are issues in your own life that you 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 want to deal with um and uh eventually that path will open up to you so i I think that yes people should research it if they are thinking about it it's certainly not something you can go into in a cavalier fashion you know no one does this for kicks you know, it is. It takes a huge commitment on your part to uh, to pull this off. You know. However, on the other hand, I don't really know anybody who who could come down here and not have some degree of success. You know, because it takes such commitment just to come down here. You know, um, to prepare yourself mentally and physically. Uh, the cost it takes. You know, the you know the, the tickets and things like that. The cost in your life, taking time off work. You know, it's all sacrifice, and it's it's sacrifice that is well, um, 
well done. You know, I think that it's well worthwhile. And, uh, and, and people will be led to this path if it's right for them, you know. So, yeah, people do need to research it, but I also think that anybody who gets this far and is really drawn to it, they'll know what to do, you know, because the information is out there. And uh, there's lots of helpful websites and things like that. You can, you can look up on ayahuasca experiences and you can kind of learn, learn the ropes and, and, and figure out for yourself if this is the right modality for you. Thank you. Okay, pleasure. Pleasure's mine. Thanks. Yes, Dan, you've uh, just done uh, seven ceremonies mm -hmm. with ayahuasca. Yeah. How do you feel? Um, I feel the best I've ever felt in my entire life, without doubt. Um, I've had uh, a, an amazing journey since I arrived. Um, I've gone through a, 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 the strongest transformation that I could possibly imagine. And uh, in terms of where I am now compared with where I was when I came in here, it's just, uh, I can't put it into words. It's been beyond my wildest expectations, really. Uh, I've gone through every possible emotion that's, uh, that you can imagine and more. I've relived scenes in my life. I've faced my darkest shadow. I've faced my brightest light and I have it's hard to hard to say without um, feeling like I might ruin things by naming it but essentially I've um, I've awakened to a degree and this has been something that I've been uh, I don't know chasing or seeking and looking for for 20 years on and off I've been uh, at times I've been lost in drinking, drugs, sex, uh, ill behaviour, um, fun, partying, working, uh, getting lost in the world of things, finding myself in the world of things, uh, meditating, doing yoga, all these things have been going on all my life really, <clears throat> all my adult life. The last few years I've cleaned my act up quite considerably. And I have uh, really started in the last two years to dedicate myself to meditation practice and yoga, which have especially kind of cleared cleared the path, so to speak. I've been listening to teachers, enlightened teachers, and um, just people who seem to have found uh, an answer to the problems that we all share. Um, and something got into me about a year ago that uh, yeah oh, no, ten, 10 years ago I read about Iboga in the Guardian um, and it was the headline was uh, 10 years of therapy of psychotherapy in one night which really piqued my interest and I read the article for it and it um, it was fascinating and I've, I've been looking into doing it and not sure where I could do it or how I could do it or whether I was, I was capable of undergoing such a brutal facing of my own reality, my own life. Uh, and I kind of decided last year um, for New Year's Eve I was going to fly to Costa Rica and do it once and for all and did a lot of work, a lot of uh, research looking looking into it and I was on the verge of 
pressing the button to 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 book a flight over there. And at the last minute, something stopped me, um, and instead I went to India and had a few weeks doing yoga there and had a holiday instead, because I had a conversation with um, a, a guy in the UK who who administers iboga, and he he suggested looking into ayahuasca. Um, I've got friends who who do um, have ayahuasca ceremonies, and um, um, sorry, can I just turn this light off? Mm, sorry. I did. Please excuse me. It's just a bit. Oh, that's better. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, I've got friends that that do this and have, have been talking, saying I should try it. I should try it. And I'm, I was really interested. And I was thinking ayahuasca maybe um, was something I could come to later on. And iboga. I, I have a bit of a propensity for going in strong and going for the most extreme experiences um, and but something told me that ayahuasca is well worth looking into and I did a lot of I did a lot of exploring sorry and um, looking into various possibilities one of my yoga teachers uh, went to Tierra Vida in Pukhalpa and came back with amazing reports of transformation uh, and I, I shared this with some friends and they immediately went out to Pukhalpa and, and did it and came back transformed and so I was sure that this was the path for me um, something for me to try out and eventually through some twists and turns um, an ex-girlfriend of mine recommended the Temple of the Way of Light I looked it up online and uh, it just looked perfect and I booked myself in for a few months down the line I think I had four months to wait before I could actually, before coming here I decided to enjoy the summer I was going to um, a, a, a Buddhist summer camp and retreat in August and I thought it would be great to go after that and uh, just make the most of the summer and come over here as it starts getting chilly in the UK so that's the sort of lead up to it all um, and uh, and since I've been here I've just, it's paradise it really is paradise and it's run by people who are awake and people who are working hard on discovering exactly what and who they are and uh, as I've come to find out, the people that I've shared this 12-day retreat with are incredibly brave, inquisitive, um, beautiful, perfect people, really. And I'm, I'm, I say that word perfect, I understand that it might sound a bit extreme, but I've come to realise that everybody is perfect <laughs> through this in their own way in all, not just in their own way they just are perfect we all are for, for people who haven't done ayahuasca sometimes the knowledge you're giving like uh, everything is infinite or mm. all is love it sounds so simple and they're like yeah we know that but I think the difference is that when you do this ayahuasca you see it for like, sure so, and when you have seen infinity and love in infinity that's completely different than just thinking it is like that. Do you agree? A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, I've I've read so many so many books. I've read, I, I I love Rumi, uh, Lao Tzu. You know the Tao Te Ching. Um, the, or of course the teachings of the, of the Buddha, uh, Ryokan, All these all these enlightened masters. I, I find it so interesting, and it's always sounded. Uh, beautiful, poetic, and confusing, and mysterious. And I've had this con these concepts of how it might be to 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 awaken and 
I've read about non-duality and I've been to see non, non-duality ad, Advaita teachers uh, recently especially and it's just confused me but in, beautifully I've, I know they're onto something because I can see they're free and so coming here um, the first couple of ceremonies that I did were kind of the, the medicine was working on me preparing me and uh, I, I felt sick I purged a lot I released a lot of toxins vomited um copiously and uh, really released a lot of poisons from my body and I'd spent two months previously um, following the dieta to purify my body to so I could get straight into the work and that supported me enormously Um, and on the third ceremony I had profound the profoundest experiences of um, the unified nature of consciousness and the universe of Endless, limitless kindness, bliss, perfection, um, non-duality, love coming from every atom, from beyond the physical realm, uh, is indescribable, indescribable. I was assaulted by love all night, and I was was radiating love and kindness in all directions. It was overwhelmingly beautiful. Um, I I became a, a jaguar. Uh, I, I I purged and became a jaguar. I had full body shuddering, and because of my recent uh, de- dedication to meditation and yoga, it was handleable because I was able to just be present with it. And I was so thankful. Um, so much gratitude uh, was present. It was it was just something else. Um, the following night on the fourth ceremony, so that was the third ceremony, the fourth ceremony I had the bleakest, most difficult night of my life, which was dark, debilitating, lonely, cold, depression, suffering, pain, anguish, despair, all these classic things, uh, the, the worst that we can experience, or seemingly the worst that we can experience, and I didn't understand it, and the following evening um, was the single most exquisite and terrifyingly beautiful um, experience in my life at that point where I went through some very difficult visions um, some full range of all my emotions deep sadness, loneliness dreadful, dreadful despair tiredness, longing everything, every every possible emotion until the, 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 the vision cleared and I was found myself surrounded. Um, that's why I, I, I had such a difficult time that I called upon the Buddha. As one of my teachers back home suggested that I did, uh, and I, I, I prayed to the Buddha to be with me, and he appeared, fully present. He was fully available, smiling endlessly, um, and supporting me. And before long, I realised I was actually being led in my vision and in reality. I was being led by a host of angels, Buddhas, enlightened beings spirits, um, incredible vast amounts, billions and billions of these enlightened beings. I was being led and I had what was termed a crown of enlightenment was offered to be placed onto my head. And I got close to it and I saw the enormity of everything. Uh, I glimpsed it and it was so overwhelming. I shrank back and uh, said I, I can't do it. It's impossible. I'm not. I'm not ready. And at the same time, I was lying down at this point, and I was having a lot of uh, Kundalini spasming in my back as well, which was pretty 
uh, what's the word? Quite violent, um, but manageable. There was Mother Ayahuasca, uh, the Divine Mother, was um, supporting me and soothing me as this was happening and telling me, or not telling me, but assuring me that it was okay. And so, you know, I, I, I shrank back and shrank back into myself for a while. And then I thought, actually, maybe this is my time, maybe this is the moment. And slowly and beautifully, inexorably, I, I merged, well, I don't know what the word is, I evolved, I emptied and grew and shrank and went in all directions and took on the perfected mind of the Buddha, the perfected consciousness of the Buddha, which I, I, I'm not I'm not enlightened, but I was for that evening. Um, I'm not saying I'm not enlightened actually, because I am partially now. It's, it's, it's impossible to explain. Um, but for the evening, I, I became fully enlightened, and I understood all of the teachings, the the, the, the Tao Te Ching, the Buddha's teachings, the um, poetry of Rumi, all those masters I've spoken about. Um, and I understood everybody. Every all there is is enlightenment. Um, it's impossible to describe. Pure non-duality. End at the end of suffering. There is no suffering, and there is only suffering. Um, I don't want to say too much about it because I'm still understanding it. But it was huge, and I woke up the next day and I realised that I'm, I'm I'm awake now. I'm awake. I'm I'm free. Um, not entirely. I've still got a lot of attachments and a lot of a uh, huge amount of of um, of things to work through, of attachment to release, of um, defilements to bless and let go of, uh, and and so on and so forth. Um, so that was the end of the third night. There were three nights. They called the Trinity here. Extremely, extraordinarily powerful. Um, and we had a night off and then the the following night I had the same again and but even more powerful I was completely free I was deathless and I was I was and am um, without form empty pure emptiness dwelling in exquisite stillness uh, emanating and being and receiving uh, exquisite, endless bliss, limitless kindness in all directions. Words are just a, a, like a sparrow fart trying to explain the enormity of the universe. You know, um, yeah, it, it just went on and on. It was outstandingly beautiful, and and it remained with me the day. I, I, each each day after, when when the medicine had had kind of worn off some. After plenty of purging, um, it closed down a bit, but I was still in this state of mind. And then last night, the final night, um, I had a, a very difficult night. I was each night when I was when this happened, I, I essentially lay down and requested uh, that I be healed, that I be forgiven. Lots of asking for forgiveness. Um, that I have all of my impurities, all of my toxins, all of my illnesses, all of my sick behaviour, all of my mistakes drawn out of me, purged from me. And I was I, I was very sick. I brought up a lot of disgusting, toxic waste. Um, 
huge amount of emotion, lots of crying, lots of laughter, all of these various means and methods of expunging this from my system. And that night was spent um, in complete telepathic communication with the Buddha, the Dalai Lama, Jesus Christ. I understood the parts, I started to understand the structure of these things we've heard about, um, the holy God of the, of the Old Testament, um, his son Jesus Christ, the, the mother of God, the great Tao beyond all of this, and the fact that all of this stuff is just the beginning, and there's this endless, endless layers of deep wisdom which exists and doesn't exist. Um, and, and at the same time, I, I also, as this was going on, I was asking to remove all impurities, to free me completely, to empty me, to remove every last scrap of my individuated, mistaken sense of self, to release all of it. And it brought up the hardest, most difficult, blackest shadow um, that I own. And I had to spend the whole night begging for forgiveness, pleading for forgiveness. And I was deserted by the Buddha, I was deserted by God, by, by Mother Ayahuasca, by the Divine Mother. Um, and then I, I realised, luckily from my meditation retreats I've been on with my beautiful teachers in, in, in Gaia House in Devon, uh, um, that these were the defilements that was taught by the Buddha. And one of the defilements is to have a lack of faith in the perfect teachings, which always sounded a bit hokey to me, and I got it. And so I released those defilements, and this extraordinarily difficult purging of uh, extreme shadow uh, screwed my face into demonic form. It, it, it almost killed me. I, I mean, I died a few times, in fact. Um, but eventually something lifted and I realised I had received forgiveness, almost complete forgiveness. There's still much to do. Um, so much more to tell than that, but where I am today, um, I'm, I'm free. I'm free. Not entirely free, but I am, I am free of uh, attachment. No, I'm not free. I'm, I'm becoming free of attachment and of mistaken notions of there being myself and other. All there is is all there is. It's, it's all that crazy language that you hear, that we all, we've all heard. I understood last night that everybody is enlightened. In fact, there are, no be there are no people to be enlightened. There is enlightenment. There's eternal darkness, there's eternal light. They're one and the same thing. I mean, I could go on like a, <laughs> like a loon all night. Um, but where I'm at now is um, very, I'm at peace. I'm, at, I'm, at, I'm in extreme peace. Uh, uh, emitting endless kindness. Um, infinite, infinite, infinite blessings, infinite love um yeah it sounds like you've had a great experience <laughs> yeah yeah it, i mean it, I, I, I feel like i've explained it reasonably well but like yeah. i say it's a it's a it's a funny thing using words to explain mm. this stuff because mm. it's impossible that's why yeah. poetry is so strong that's why the Tao Te Ching i understand it now i understand the Tao Te Ching it's 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 always been so confusing and wonderfully obscure mm. and it's it's completely true everything that's said in there makes complete sense but yeah words don't really do it justice really. i think that's what terence mckenna said that it's truth that you that is beheld you know that's the mm. only way you can experience it you have to see yeah. it the yeah. mind the mind can't understand this stuff it's impossible mm. Mm. because there's um there's duality um in the mind. Hmm. 
I'm just lighting a Mapacho cigar. <laughs> I, I don't smoke, but Mapacho works with ayahuasca. Um, there is plant intelligence. There is deep, deep wisdom in plant life. And uh, we've been advised here that Mapacho tobacco goes well with ayahuasca, and uh, I, I agree. Mm. Um, there's so much. The maestro, I haven't even talked about the maestros and maestras. I know, I guess it's time to wrap up soon, but. Um, the maestros and maestros here, they are, they are bodhisattvas, they are here, they are, they are, they are midwives develop, um, delivering newborn, uh, awakened people into them, unto themselves. Um, and these people, they go off, they diet strictly um, with just one plant at a time um, and receive full knowledge of... Um, how to heal using these plants' properties. These plants are hyper-intelligent, what do you call them? Uh, just expressions of divine nature, divine intelligence, divine love, uh, complete forgiveness. And the people, the maestros and maestras that are working here are embodiments of their uh, of, of enlightened beings. And, and, you know, I arrived here, I had... I looked around the group. I was told that this was my family, that we were we were brothers and sisters on this journey. And I looked around and I thought, these look like nice people. I'm sure they're fine, but they're, I don't think they're my people. Kind of, I'm sure a few of them will be. But after sharing this journey with them, we've been working together. We are we are one and the same. Um, we are yeah we are, we are we are all yeah, we are one and the same. We, we we've been doing this work together for ourselves for the world. Uh, it's just extraordinary. Yeah, completely extraordinary, and I'm—I can't wait to come back here and help others to come here if, if possible and spread the word. The Amazon is the pre precious treasure of the world. Um, we must do all we can to protect it and preserve it. Mm -hmm. mm. Thank you very much, Dan. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Mark, you just had seven ayahuasca ceremonies. Um, uh, what do you have to say about this? An ongoing journey. It, it, it's I, I sometimes it sometimes repeats, but then moves on just a little bit. Uh, coming here to the Amazon uh, on my first ceremony, I uh, I went to the same place uh, and it was quite heavy. the 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 beginning of my journeys on Ayahuasca are getting heavier every time I do them, uh, and it's it's so it's a sort of rite of passage. You have to earn a rite of passage through this crazy fast information giving sort of uh, system and then you break through the other side uh, and get some answers uh, this has happened to me every time uh, on the on the second ceremony it was so intense that I had to be, have help because uh, I couldn't walk I couldn't I couldn't put one foot in front of the other <clears throat> and then when I broke through it was amazing I saw different images. Uh, I was in different places, uh, and it built up gradually. So, so the first time uh, I was in a huge city, it was it was just infinite. You know, it looked like it was made from white marble. Uh, inside, there was a lot going on, very sort of futuristic, a different a different realm. And when I came back, I, I got in that in that realm. I got a feeling that. That race, which is which I believe is us, uh, was that they they created the world. You know, our world is created by them. Uh, 
in, in previous experiences, I, I, I've seen the world as either a game or maybe a, a lesson. But I think I found now that it's actually an experiment. Uh, you know, like above, so as above, so below. This is this is this is what this race is trying to achieve. They're trying to achieve achieve a physicality that is equal to theirs, but we're not we're not doing it. Uh, and, and over time, I think I've seen it as the seven deadly sins. If we can iron them out, you know, things like sloth and uh, avarice and, and all this sort of stuff, we'll be heading in the right direction. So anyway, thinking on it, you know, during the day after I've had a ceremony and all the, I, the buildings didn't make sense to me. The, 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 the race that I see, I realised they're put there as an image that I can understand. Uh, because what we really are, it, it, it would probably be a bit too much for me to comprehend. So on the next journey, I went back to the same place again, but this time went further and went into this like infinity. And, and all there was there was were these lines of energy crashing in and out of each other. And uh, I realised that they were passing information. If, 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 if they were like individual lines of energy, but if one had a unique fault, it could clash against another, and that fault was instantly transferred, and that would clash, and then it would be like uh, you know this chain effect, which would pass rapidly through the whole, for want of a better word, hive of uh, these celestial beings. You know, they're just, just beings. They're, they're us, but they're, they're individual, but with one mind. Um, I also realised that if, if, you, if, if you are ill, if you have anything wrong and another has, has had this before, just by clashing against them, you, you take on their cure, so to speak. And I also realised that the, 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 the maestras and maestros singing their icaras, their, their words... There is no words in this ethereal sort of realm, um, but but we use words. Now that's un that can be understood up in that world, but but they can't. We we can't understand them, or maybe we can, but it's, it, we get it like a sort of form of intuition, a knowing. If you ask a question, the answer isn't spoken to you; it's given to you in your head, um, and. Uh, yeah, so the, the shaman have these ikaras, which is their way of passing the energies to you uh, in this human realm. You know, this physical, sort of, what we call a physical reality. Um, yeah, that's what I've found. The, the changes, they're inevitable because uh, we have to improve. We're constantly striving for perfection. And you, that doesn't take a rocket science to tell you that we've, we haven't achieved perfection. You know, so there will always be change. Well, what I got from being with this, in this energy world was that they run the experiment over and over. If it isn't heading the way they want, you know, it doesn't seem to be heading towards the result they want, then they reset it and they try again. And then we, we live this all over again. Uh, and and uh, right now, it's on the verge. It's right on the verge of being reset. And I think 
it's just about savable. You know what I mean? If we if we knuckle down now and start being kind to our fellow man and following the, the teachings that are in all all the religious scriptures, not just not just one. I mean, you know, be it the Quran, the Bible, you know, the, the Talmud, the Bhagavad or whatever it's called. You know, they all say the, the same thing. You just have to look and read between the lines. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Let's conclude this episode with an Ikaro. I'd also like to say that there is nothing to fear in this life or the next. Love is infinite. Forgiveness is powerful. And freedom is in the mind. Hayawaskai mama ita kitaki muiki. Hayawaskai mama ita kitaki muiki. Chuya chuya hamping puni. Miski yunyo kwepu chaitam. Chuya chuya hamping puni. Miski yunyo kwepu chaitam. Ta-la-ra-la-ra-la-ra-ira Taki taki muiki, ayahuasca ramping manta, taki taki muiki, chuya chuya ramping puni, miski nyunyo cuerpo chaita, chuya chuya ramping puni, miski nyunyo cuerpo chaita. Ayahuasca saping manta, taki taki muiki, Ayahuasca saping manta, taki taki muiki, chuya chuya hamping puni, miski nyunyo cuerpo chaita, chuya chuya hamping puni, miski nyunyo cuerpo chaita. Tralaralaralaraira, alaralaralaraira, tralaralaralaraira. Alla-ran-la-ran-la-ra-ira-ta-i-la-ran-la-ran-la-ra-ira-ta-i-la-ran-la-ran-la-ra-ira-ta-i-la-ran-la-ran-la-ra-ira-ta-i-la-ran-la
Ayahuasca cogollito manta, taqui taqui muiki. Ayahuasca cogollito manta, taqui taqui muiki. Chuya chuya jamping puni, miski ñuño cuerpo chaita. Chuya chuya jamping puni, miski ñuño cuerpo chaita. Ayahuasca cielos y tomantam, taqui taqui muiki. Ayahuasca cielos y tomanta, taqui taqui muiki. Chuya chuya jamping puni, miski ñuño cuerpo chaita. Chuya chuya jamping puni, miski ñuño cuerpo chaita. Ayahuasca chacrunera, taqui taqui muiki. Ayahuasca chacrunera, taqui taqui muiki. Chuya chuya jamping puni, miski ñuño cuerpo chaita. Chuya chuya jamping puni, miski ñuño cuerpo chaita. Ayahuasca ticunera, taqui taqui muiki. Ayahuasca ticunera, taqui taqui muiki. Chuya chuya jamping puni, miski ñuño cuerpo.